Black. And I'm John Newman. Welcome, welcome to, to Card Menches. Well, welcome to Card Menches. I'm Danny Black, and that's John Newman, as you just heard. And I uh, want to thank you for joining us for uh, episode five. Uh, we got such a great response last time, so I just want to thank everybody who reached out. Uh, really appreciate the positive uh, positive words. Uh, today, we want to thank uh, Waxstat, first of all, our sponsors, uh, Center Stage and SGC. So thank you to all of you for your support uh, through the first four episodes and our fifth episode. Uh, and I want to talk about today's topic. Uh, John and I were talking, you know, it's fun to flex in this industry. And, uh, you know, who doesn't like having cool cards and who doesn't like buying you know, Hall of Fame players. And I think we all want to think that we found something or discovered a player or got in early or, you know, something that, you know, we fall in love with somebody and we want to get a lot of it. But let's be honest. Sometimes we swing and miss. Sometimes we buy cards and, you know, what's up, Dylan? Hi, Double D. Uh, and, I'm going to turn this over to John because both of us have swung and missed plenty, and we're going to share some of our some of our favorites uh, tonight. How you doing, John? Good, good. I'm 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 here in warm and sunny Syracuse, uh, minus <laughs> eighteen, uh, and outside and uh, snowy and and super windy, and so uh, treacherous out there. So uh, uh, glad to be inside. Glad to be here uh, on episode question? five. Do you have sure. heat? Do you is your house heated? It is, but I like to dress the part. You know, okay, I, like, I wear. You ever heard the expression? You wear your motions on your sleeves. You're you're wearing thirty five below windshield on your. Uh... Yeah, I'm wearing the weather <laughs> on my sleeves. So that's you know, um, yeah, you know, every I, you know, you watch co hobby content, you follow people in the hobby on social media, right? You tend to see everybody's oh i got a great deal check this card and that's great we all do that but rarely do you does someone talk about when they took one on the chin right and got knocked out in the first round they just talk about uh the knockouts they had and not the not the losses so you know we talk a lot off the air and so we we said let's do a show hey where we we bring a human element right we we don't always get it we don't always get it right and uh so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll go first, uh, I guess. And uh, I think the well, first, the only way you're going, for, the only way you're going first is you, you took like the Mount Rushmore uh, of this category. If, if this category had a Jerry West logo uh, of, of cards that people wanted to invest in and, and maybe didn't get a good return on uh, th this would be the, the logo. So, so you got to start with, uh, with, with this one. Yeah. I'm a New York city kid. I'm a Mets fan, and this guy was going to be the next coming of Pete Rose. Uh, you know, you name you name the All Star, and and it was in the same sentence uh, as as him. And uh, uh, two in my garage, I've got three binders of this player, all rookie cards. Front and and you know the nine pocket sheets, they're double they're double stuff. So there's cards on the front and back. And I, and you know how these baseball binders get they're this thick. Not three binders. There's oh I know there's at least a thousand rookies of this guy and uh, of, of of this yeah, one player. Yep, of one guy and uh, you know to this day I know he didn't have the career 
uh, where I'm teasing everyone here, kind of dragging this out. I know to this day he didn't have the career that you know many thought, myself included. I still love him. I still love him. I actually had a conversation with him on Twitter recently. Uh, I was hoping he followed the the, the show, but he, he didn't. I still love him. Even that was all that being said. Uh, besides, and it's the like you said, it probably is the poster boy, and so. It's uh, this guy. You all you have to do is see this card. Well, I'm gonna Greg Jeffries. That's the Greg Jeffries. This one's signed. This I'm one gonna, is actually signed. I'm gonna put the overlay on real quick so uh, people can just see uh, real quick. If you're watching on YouTube, this is the '89 Tops Future Stars. Don't forget the Future Stars, which was the greatest part. Greg Jeffries, because we all knew, including Tops, that he was a future star. And that is a PSA 9 because somebody had to have that graded. And that's a new label. That's my favorite part. So this is somebody <laughs> who uh, didn't get it graded originally. Somebody it's not me. This- I, I I just want to dispel the rumors that I did this. I, I I might have a thousand of this card, but this particular card on screen is not mine. So, uh, all right. So, so another have- one. You got to have the Upper Deck Star Rookie autographed. So show us how far down this wormhole you went. And and what what Greg Jeffries collection, super collection is not complete with an autograph ball. Right? Yep. Greg Jeffries. So, yep. Yeah, man. This guy, he's swinging the bat underwater. He he comes out, he comes out strong. Uh had some early playoff success. Just a really good dude. You know, kind of a shorter guy, just but hard nose, plays hard. And uh, as a Mets guy, man, I was all in. I, I love this guy. I caught this will tell you something, Danny. I'm 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 gonna put put myself right out there. I don't cut newspaper articles out, right? I'm not that guy. Yeah, I cut except, anything except that has Jeffrey. Wait, wait, wait. You've got you've got your own press clippings. Yeah, but I don't like they're in a book. They're in like a folder somewhere. But I cut the Greg Jeffries. I cut the Greg Jeffries stuff out. Like I had so forget forget the three binders front and back of rookies. I had another book that had all the the, the newspaper articles, interviews. Um, you so know, and I played around this time. I was playing high school baseball too. So you know, I was kind of I I. I remember I was in I was in my high school pool with a with a with a metal bat swinging underwater and the swim the 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 swim coach came in and said what are you doing I'm like I'm training like get out of there with a bat well, so, you look like some crazy man I'm sure yeah but that's I was <laughs> you know if I had a if I had a man crush for a current player at the time current player yeah um, it was it was Jeffries. And I had the three binders of rookies. I still have them. So, you know, I cleaned out my garage a couple years ago. I mean, my that's... wife said, you got a lot of cards that you probably don't want. Can you go in there and see what you can get rid of? And I got rid of a good amount of stuff. But guess what's still in that on the shelf there? Those yeah, three a, thousand gray, a thousand great Jeffries rookies. Oh, more than a thousand. I, I, couldn't, I didn't have the heart to do it, man. It's sure. still a part of me. At what point did you say, you know what? I have 300 rookies, not nearly enough. I have 800. No, no, let's keep going. At every point. This guy's still not hitting well. This guy's still not hitting well. Let's get more. 
Well, he did hit well. He just got hurt. Like he he always hit pretty till the end. The injuries kind of took their toll, and 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 obviously his last few years, he became a journeyman. He played on three or four different teams, and and that was you know even when he left the Mets. Uh, and he got traded, which was a sad day. Let me tell you something. I didn't cry, but the tears were on the edge. Uh, I still loved him, man. Like, the team traded him. He didn't sign in free agency. They traded him to the Royals. So, I'm, you know, I'm not embarrassed. I'm I'm an, I'm an honest guy. I'm a genuine guy. I'm going to put the, the Greg Jeffries stuff uh, out there. And uh, yeah, he he's my biggest. Here's the crazy thing: he's probably my biggest swing and miss, Danny. And and I'm not crushed about it. Like I still have the stuff. And it you is, have, you have an emotional connection to Greg. Like I like we prep for this show, and I didn't realize the depth of the emotional connection you have with Greg Jeffries. Like you I've were got all his parts. This is this is. I've got all me. his minor league. I've got his early minor league stuff. Anything he appeared on, I I probably had. I if you remember Broders, the 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 Fugazi cards back in the day, I even got Broder, Greg Jeffries. Uh, I've met him. I've I've met him during his. I met him in the minors when uh, I I went to games and he was he hadn't been called up yet, so I followed him very early on and got autographs. Did you walk around in a bathing suit, swinging the bat underwater when you when you followed him? No, I, when I say following being, being ready, you know. No, but I, here's the other thing I had. I had a Greg Jeffries, and I bought it. I don't remember what I paid. I had a Greg Jeffries game used bat uncracked, so it was still. I don't know if someone snuck it out of the locker room, but I bought someone. Someone who knew I was a huge fan. They're like John. I I can get a a bat uncracked. You want it? I'm like you better believe I want it. I don't have that anymore. I will say that's the one thing I did sell. And if I, I sold it probably for a couple hundred bucks, uh, you know, so. Well, I'm going to move on from Greg if you're emotionally comfortable with that. I feel a little sad now. Like we, we should have done a whole episode on Greg. You move, you're going to move on from Greg. I'm going to stay right here. You're, you evidently have not moved on from Greg and, and it doesn't appear. No, to I, 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 I just, I don't know. It's weird. If you ask me why, I couldn't give you like like a, a real set answer. Just something well, once I again, just gravitated toward him. We we we, we he just looks of, like a ball player, man. If like you're that, of a you certain know? age, this card means something to you. It does. Oh, um, yeah. I, I will give you that. All right. So from Greg Jeffries, your second choice was interesting because it's it's a slightly more modern player. He's still playing. He's still playing, but he's not lived up to the hype and the billing that he sort of you know, kind of came in with. And I'm um, sorry, if, you, and, if you're in the chat and you have any names of people you've bought, please throw them out there. Yeah, I'm curious if, if we have similar ones or different ones. But my next guy, he's still in the, he's still in the you know, he's still in the majors. He kind of gets called up and down uh, with, with the Anaheim uh, Angels or LA Angels now. Um, and it's Joe Adele. I've got like a, an 800 count box over there of all like first Bowman's. Some autograph stuff. I was a I was a big believer in in this guy uh, when when I was reading scouting reports, listening to minor league podcasts. I bought in. I said this guy's going to be the next guy in the big leagues that's going to be a superstar 
and an all-star every year, going to hit 30, 40 home runs a year, steal some bags, make some plays, uh, you know, uh, in the outfield with his glove. And so far, it's been not the case, right? Uh, been struggling. And he's, he looks right now kind of like, a, a you know, just a utility a utility man that can maybe pinch hit. Uh, he gets sent down. He gets called up. Uh, he probably needs, definitely needs to change the scenery, maybe to have a shot somewhere else and kind of shake the cobwebs, if you will. Uh, you know, someone will say, well, John, he's only 27, 28 years old. He, you can't close the book fully and yes. you're probably, you, you're, you're not incorrect, but he's had numerous chances and it I, hasn't I happened. I think there's still, I think there is still a chance, um, more so, well, I got an 800 than, count more, more so than Greg Jeffries. Right. Let, let, let's be honest. Um, Roy Hobbs, Ballard, 29. Yeah. I once bought 800 1990 tops Jeff Ballard for $16. Yeah, I remember him. Jeff Ballard was a left handed pitcher and he won 18 games for the Orioles in 89, I believe. So that would have been a fantastic purchase. Uh, actually, Roy Hobbs, 29. Send some of those over to me. I, I, I love Jeff. <laughs> Um, that might be in the burn pile. At this I, I know. I'm, I haven't learned from any of this. Uh, my downfall, Double D, uh, Dylan says, my downfall was buying too much wax. Otherwise, I have only ever bought vintage singles except for a few randoms, and this year with some trouts. Well, then you have learned much better, uh, Dylan, than we have because um, I am not that good. Uh yeah, so do you, and, and do you really think Joe yeah, Adele is done? I mean, do you really, seriously, all kidding aside, think Joe Adele's done? Listen, I hope not, but I've watched enough of him and followed him. Obviously, when you have an 800 count box of Bowman's, Bowman Chrome's, Autos, what's up, right? You're, you're going to follow him. And, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, the book is not closed, but the body of work is not showing. He's striking out, I think, at like a, a 40, 45 percent clip. It's a high percentage. It's, it's, it's a high, it's a high strikeout rate where unless you're hitting a home run, the other 50 percent of the time, you're not going to be in the league very long. And he's not really hitting a lot of the home runs either. So he's, he's, he's not making contact, not putting balls in play, and he's not hitting the home runs as he was projected to. When you put those two things together, Danny, as you know, that's a recipe for not in the majors very long, right? Uh, so well, I'm I'm going to give Joe Dell slightly more of a break than you are, but I'm also holding out on Luis Robert and, you know, probably a lot of other guys I shouldn't hold on to. Um, but, yeah. I, I, Luis I, Roberts I, I lost playing a lot of well. Like if, I, I lost you know, a lot we, of when he's healthy, he's playing good. When I'm healthy, I'm playing good, and I haven't been healthy in 30 years. So, uh, all right. Um, now I know you had a much bigger list. A couple other names you want to throw out quickly? Don't talk about it. Another guy, a, another guy that I have a lot of stuff like over there, kind of like it's taunting me over there on the shelf. Um, this guy, you can, I think you can close the book on. He's, he's I think he's on his fourth or fifth team now. He, he, when he gets when he plays, he's batting under 200. Uh, I thought he was going to be the next great catcher uh, in the major leagues, uh, and that was uh, Francisco Mejia, uh, who was came up with you know was an Indians prospect, and now has played for I don't know four or five teams. 
he's doing the tour uh, where he's going to play for half the existing teams and just can't put it together. Um, disappointing, you know, and uh, now there's another catcher. I'm not investing. Oh, he's on my Mets named Francisco. Uh, that's supposed to be the next great catcher. Uh, his last name's Alvarez, but um, I'm not, you got uh, catchers and pitchers. You got to be careful about, and I know we're going to segue into your two. And you're you're going to break the rule that I make for myself, which is don't buy a lot of pitchers uh, if you if you can avoid it. So you just said one of the rules that I learned a long time ago, and these are two of the players that helped me learn the rule. I didn't believe in the rule. And when Todd Van Poppel uh, was coming up and his cards were coming out, um, and, and here is the Upper Deck Van Poppel rookie. Let me tell you something. I own more Todd Van Poppel than Upper Deck did. Um, I had Todd Van Poppel. I had Todd Van Poppel in every version you can imagine, in every condition, in every grade. I mean, well, this was so. This was pre most of the grading, but every condition you could have raw. And I, I, I must have. I was a dealer at the time. I must have gone to every single show with fifty to hundred Van Poppels in my case. Um, I, I absolutely was enthralled with him. So. Uh, unfortunately, he had a long career. Um, lo- love his Dunras card, absolutely. Uh, he, he had a lot longer career than people realize, but I think it's safe to say he did not live up to the hype. Um, and that and, and that's the swing and miss for me. Um, you know, it, it, he, yeah. he very, very nice career. In fact, Matt Weeters is another one I thought about putting up here. Um, that was a swing and miss, but you know, a solid career. Uh, Ben McDonald. That's right up your alley, Danny from Baltimore. Ben McDonald. I know. Ben McDonald, okay. another guy who had a longer career than you realize, but never, never lived up to, to the hype. I mean, he, he had like, a couple really nice seasons, though. Yeah. Like Dominic Strike, a lot of strikeouts. Like he he was on the he was on the 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 you know quick path, and then it just uh, just didn't pan out, you know. And, well, uh, He's now a broadcaster, and as he says, back then they didn't worry about next year's shoulder. They worried about today's game. So, you know, yeah. I, 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 I yep. understand that. Yeah, he threw hard. I remember him in college with LSU. LSU, absolutely. And, and he had all the pitches. I mean, he, was, he wasn't just fastball. Uh, however, yeah. other guys don't make it for different reasons. And if you're young and you're drafted high and you're drafted by the Yankees and you end up in a bar <laughs> – and a fight breaks out, you know, you don't do Brian Taylor. You don't join the bar fight. Uh, Brian Taylor. And I know he was defending a relative or whatever the story was, but his career ended before it really got off the ground. And he was, he was supposed to be the next great high school arm. I mean, he, he had an arm that was just touched from above uh, and he was in New York. I mean, talk about a marketplace, you know, to, to, to have his stuff um, and never, never got anything out of it. I hurt his arm in, in the fight. It was just never the same pitcher again. Um, I think I'm correct in saying he never made the majors. Uh, no, he, I don't believe he did. And, you, you know, you, you look at that card. I remember uh, I had my store. I, w- I had my store when this card, uh, you know, came out when it was live and, uh, I I made a lot of sales of that card at a very high uh, price, and that was the card that a lot of people thought that kids were they were going to pay for their kids' college fund uh, with by stocking up 
on those. And when that bar fight sort of doomed them, uh, there was a lot of disappointment, uh, not just uh, on, on in the Yankees organization with himself, but a lot of people sitting on a lot of Brian Taylor cards. And he he was taught even before he was like, he obviously never made the big leagues, but he was talked about like, he you know, you talk about can't miss, right? People were just like, he's going to be the guy. Like, it's no doubt. And oh, that yeah. really is what fueled, that's what fueled the card sales. You hear no doubt. This guy is, is Bob Gibson. You know, I've heard him compared at the time to Bob Gibson dominating type of stuff. And, yep. um, you know, and it was New York. heavy fastball. Don't underestimate yeah, the Yankees. Sure, you had you had the Yankees, and, and you know, say we're, we're kind of making you know being tongue in cheek about it, but uh, you know, there's the human element too, right? Like that, you know, this is probably was his dream, and um, one incident sort of ended it in a, in a flash. I hate I hate to say it like that, but and that's that's crazy. And I guess there's the lesson too, Danny, to be careful who you go all in on, right? And and you you did you use two pitchers. Uh, that's a rule I have, but I will break my own rule. And I'll, I'll if I can talk about that real quick. I've got a shoebox. I've got a shoebox over there, and one side is filled with all Hunter Green rookies, and the other side is filled with all Tristan McKenzie rookies. Now they're both actually doing fairly well right now, so that's good. But that that could change, just like with Brian Taylor, right? That could change. You know, Hunter Green actually struggled. Where he was walking people, couldn't find the plate. He kind of sure. he worked with some some pitching coaches and and, and straighten that out. But and, John, and what's what's he doesn't revert back, right? John, normally we save this until later when we give our opinions on football picks. But after hearing your theory and what you just described, welcome to the failure segment where John and Danny share their picks, sure to go wrong. <laughs> well, it's a good. Do segment. not invest in pitchers. I don't care what yeah. John says. Don't invest in pitchers. Well, I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. My break, my bad luck streak, will break with McKenzie and Hunter Green. So, well, you're so. you're a hopeless romantic, and uh, I'm gonna get uh, Greg Jeffries to. to uh, I wonder if he does cameo. I can get him a cameo uh, message. For <laughs> Probably ten bucks. Probably just a little more than what his rookie card costs. Great. Hello. Hey, Hodges. How? Are What's going on? So Hodges, we're talking about uh, biggest swing and miss cards that, that we've had in our lifetime. Somebody uh, uh, tweeted me earlier today a great name, Kevin Moss, uh, another Yankee. Why is it always the Yankees? Is it the, the Yankee market that builds them up? Well, that's um, a tough place to Kevin play, Moss man. Is the lights are hot. The lights are hot in New York, right? As, and that's pinstripe, right? I never bought – I will say this. I don't know about you, but I sort of avoided – the Kevin Moss pratfall. I just I wasn't a believer. I I, I kind of saw that one year where he was hitting home runs left and right as just an an anomaly. I said this guy's not legit. He's just catching lightning in the bottle. And anytime I pulled a Moss out of a pack, it I was selling it. I that one I'm gonna that one I'm gonna take the W on because I didn't keep uh, no. any of those. Unlike the the other uh, gentlemen were. We're talking about so I was I was moving masses as fast as as I could pull them and you know f people forget he had a brother that was a player too Jason Moss 
So if you thought Kevin Moss didn't turn out well, just see Jason Moss. And was Jason uh, was Jason a Moss also? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> was Hitter Moss? He was a Moss. It's they both were Moss and uh, Mr. Kevin Mann. Davis. I will say this though, he had a pretty good career. Like I, you know, he's not a Hall of Fame. You, know, you bought a lot of cards though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but he wasn't like. He was better than Joe Adele's on track to be. I'll give I'll give Alvin Davis that much. You know what I mean? So, well, I'll admit that I uh, bought a lot of Ryan Miner. If that name rings a bell to anybody, oh, Ryan yeah. Miner was a uh, basketball player, I believe, at Oklahoma, um, and played baseball. So he was a dual sport athlete. Guy was about six five, power hitting third baseman. And uh, he was the one that was being groomed to replace Cal. And uh, on the day that Cal uh, was going to end the streak and sit down, they called Ryan Miner into the manager's office and said, Ryan, uh, you're going to be starting at third base today. Cal's not going to play. Ryan takes a deep breath, looks at the manager, and goes, does Cal know? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite Ryan Miner story. Um, <laughs> however, I, I, his cards. Uh, Ron Kittle, there's another guy. He won rookie of the year, what, 83, I believe. And he if you loaded up on his cards in 83, it was downhill from there. Yeah, there was a time. I remember, like, his cards were bringing pretty good bucks when you sold them. But, again, and he's still very active on social media. Like, he's a really good dude. Like, if there was a hall of good dudes, he'd be in it. He's not going to get in the Hall of Fame, but if there was a Hall of Good Dudes, Ron Kittle might be a first ballot guy. So, Absolutely. Gabe uh, Kapler is another one. Yeah, and that I dude, I, you know what I remember about Gabe Kapler? Like the giant like Popeye arms kind of like, you know, coming out of his, his – I'm just going to say he's a manager now, obviously – he looks a lot smaller than he did during his playing days. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I will also say my wife finds him mildly attractive, and uh, and uh, so we, we we're not a big fan of Gabe Kapler on this half. <laughs> of the half of Joe uh, Charbonneau. That's the other guy besides Jeffries that could be the logo for swinging the miss. You know, there's so many of them. If you want to go back though, there's so many of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but these are great names. Yeah. Did you, I mean, and it's just funny how you forget about some of these guys till someone else brings them up, like in the in the chat today, which is great. Uh, well, the, the Jeff Ballard made me um, remember Craig Worthington, who was a third baseman with the Orioles, who was supposed to be, you know, the next great third baseman. Um, and in Baltimore, that's saying a lot. And and there's a reason nobody's heard of Craig Worthington. Um, but I bought yeah, all. Of them. I, mean, I was ready for all his cards. He was going to be the next Brooks. But, you, you want to pick a guy? You want to – Steve Balboni? He he had some monster home runs, though. Like, he he struck out cards, a lot. His cards were never worth anything. Let's no, no, not really. But when he hit some moonshots, I remember watching you, and, like, balls are still going somewhere that they haven't landed. I mean, with him, it was either he was going to strike out or he's going to hit a home run. He struck out most of the time. Uh, uh, you know, do we want to mention a guy – like, there's a guy I'm thinking about now. Now, I don't have a lot of his stuff, but everyone loves him. I think the bloom's coming a little bit off the rose now, but I just it isn't going to work for him. It's it's Cabrian Hayes uh, of the Pirates, uh, Charlie Hayes' son. And, and 
Uh, you know, you look at what numbers he's pull, putting up, which is, is not great. They paid him big money uh, in Pittsburgh. And all, and then what does he do last year, right? He's guys are running around the bases. And instead of covering his bag, he's putting sunflower seeds uh, in, in his mouth. And so he's a guy that a lot of people I know like and, and, and put some money into. And I just so, get I out, get I out while you can this. if you can. Huh? The, newer, the newer guys, you're ready to whack in like four or five years. But Greg Jeffries, you would still have start for it's the a Mets. It's different era, though, man. Like people you would have Greg as... Jeffries start this opening day for the Mets. I would love that. Right. <laughs> what is he? <laughs> this 50, is what what is he I think he's 53, 54 years old, right? Uh, yeah. Thankfully. Now, listen, if this was the Wilpon Mets, if this was the Wilpon Mets era, they probably would have signed him real cheap and then made a the big announcement. He's not gonna, that's not going to happen, thankfully, in the Cohen era. Mess, the so. Universal DH. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to move on uh, real quick. Thank uh, some of our sponsors, waxstat.com, Center Stage. Uh, you find them on the App Store and the Android Store. Quick, easy pricing, scanning palm in your hand, and they've released some new features, so make sure you update that as well. And experience, quality, consistency, and the quickest turnaround times in the grading industry. We are proud to partner with SGC Grading. Check them out at www.gosgc.com. I want to thank all our sponsors. Now, I already uh, played the warning music uh, to ignore our, our picks as we talk a little Super Bowl here. But uh, real quick, I got to throw out this is a great name. Jerome uh, Walton. Jerome Walton with the Cubs. Boy, yeah. did I have a ton of Jerome Walton cards. Um, I did have a – I'm not going to lie. It, it's funny. You, f you forget about these These, these guys. are great names. Yeah. Because it's 1989. I'm 89 Bowman. Remember the 89 Bowmans when Bowman yep. came back? It mm -hmm. was Griffey and Jerome – I believe Jerome Walton was in that I name. think he was also a 90 Dunruss guy. Was, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. But I, I had a lot of Jerome – I wasn't necessarily – Buying him and stockpiling him, I just seem to have always have a stack of Jerome Walton's, and uh, he had a great start to his career, you know, and uh, it just again didn't didn't really uh, didn't really uh, pan out, obviously. So it's just that's why it's it's scary to, you know, you, you got to be so careful when you go all in uh, on someone because we look at all the stories we talked to, and this guy's the list is way longer. You know, Dan Ryan, uh, Carlos Rodan, right. 79 well, But we'll he's get... still, you know, he's still a great player. I mean, well, that's the fine. whole point. He sold sold it for seventy dollars. Uh, probably could probably could do a lot better now. He was almost uh, a Met, I read. So, well, and David Clyde, but yeah, didn't didn't quite make it there. Yeah, a little before I was a kid, a very young kid, but I do remember him. He was, I believe, the number one pick. Uh, well, in the draft out of high school, which at that time was not necessarily very common, and uh, it's still you know, he did play. I mean, he did make the majors and, and have a career, but I think he had control issues. Um, as and, and you know what, as I found out tonight, um, you have control issues around Oreo cookies, and this bothers me that you don't like Oreo cookies. Not so. A big, uh, so I would like to put that on your swing and miss list because you have swung and miss on Oreo cookies. 
not my favorite, man. I, I think I, the public needs to know. The public needs I'm, to know. I will admit it. Now, when I did eat them when I was a kid, I did what like a lot of little kids do, right? You you separate the cookie and you, you know, with your teeth, you take the cream out. And a lot of times I wouldn't even eat the cookie. I would throw those away or someone else in my family would, would I'll eat, I'll take it if you're not going to eat that. I, I don't know. I just, they're not my favorite. Like, will I eat them? If they're around and there's nothing else and it's a snack, I'll have one or two sort of just to remind myself why I'm not a big fan. Uh, I just want everybody to know as you give advice and we talk about these important issues, uh, the lens of which this information is coming from. This is a man who will turn down a double stuff Oreo and we're about to tell you who to bet on for the Super Bowl. So take, take that for what it's worth. Uh, we already played the warning. Please do not actually pay attention to any of our picks. Uh, we have no actual talent or ability to know what's going to happen and have no guarantee that we can even log on correctly. So that being said, uh, as we talk today, and this is going to be our last show before the Super Bowl, uh, the spread seems to be holding uh, almost a pick them here. Uh, Philadelphia minus one and a half or Kansas City plus one and a half, however you want to look at it. Uh, I think a lot of that's going to do with the health of the quarterbacks. How, how are you looking at the Super Bowl, John? It's a great matchup, right? I mean, uh, you, you got a young up-and-coming quarterback in, in Jalen Hurts, right, that's uh, surprising me. I didn't think he was going to be uh, this good. And, and then you got arguably what I think is the next great quarterback in the NFL, Brady. You know, we talk about Brady just retiring. Like, who does the torch get past to? It's, I'm sorry. It's, we have breaking news. This is important. Keebler El Fudge cookies are one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorites, and that's from Dr. Yes, yes. Yeah, I and like those. I like. I like those. I'm sorry, John. I'm in you, on those. I'm, I'm your, in on, you can resume our show now. <laughs> I'm in on those. Uh, I, you know, we we talk about who, who's the next guy after Brady, right? There's probably not going to be another Tom Brady, uh, in terms of all the accolades and seven rings. But I think the next guy is going to be uh, Pat Mahomes. I think he's going to have multiple uh, Super Bowl rings when that's all said and done. And when I say multiple, I'm not only talking two. I'm talking three, four, maybe even uh, five. Just the plays he makes. He's he's one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Now, I know there's guys from years ago that I've never saw, you know, at the time in, in live TV play, but – just sidearm, falling down, behind his back. Uh, and just uh, he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. And, uh, you know, I I think he's the best. You know, if, there, if the league was all redone and there was a draft, a redraft, and that no one was on any team, I think Patrick Mahomes is the number one pick uh, in that draft. Uh, and so I feel like- it's, it's hard to pick against him. I know he lost the Super Bowl the last time. I believe, you know, he was, he was in it too, uh, aforementioned, uh, Tom Brady, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, Kansas city's the underdog here. I'm going to take them. I'm going to, I'm going to take them, uh, and get uh, a point and a half. I'm not saying the Eagles can't win this game, but you got to pick someone, right? You can't, I could say I'm not picking anyone, but I'm, I'm going to take the chiefs. Uh, I think, the, the couple weeks to prepare for the game, uh, he's going to get even healthier. Uh, you know, you watch the game 
against the Bengals. He was fairly mobile and moving around. He, he had some runs. If, if, if anybody can see that was my analysis I was about to give, I just want to get that on the record. Um, <laughs> the two the two week break uh, is is huge for Mahomes. I agreed a hundred percent. And if Jalen Hurts does have a shoulder injury, I don't think that heals as much in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a close I don't think it's going to be a, a Super Bowl blowout, much like the NFC Championship was, where the Eagles ran the, the fourth-string quarterback uh, of the 49ers uh, out of the gym. Uh, I don't think we see a game like that. I hope we don't see a game like that. Those aren't really that fun uh, uh, to, to watch. Andy Reid, you know, you can make all the jokes about him you want, that he's reading the menu card, but the guy can coach football. Uh, and he also can draw on players' faces, as we as we learned in those well, those commercials. So he's good at drawing plays, and he's good at drawing mustaches. So yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> I agree with uh, with Richard there. Um, I I kind of like the fact that it's the Andy Reid Bowl. He got knocked so much with McNabb for you know not not quite getting over the top, and he's been ahead of the league offensively for years. That I, I think you know getting that one Super Bowl was good, but I, I think he, he's still got uh, something in him that wants to take out Philly. I think Philly. I was going to ask you that, Danny. Yeah. Do you think that playing your old team you used to coach, and obviously it's oh different players. They're, those aren't his players. When but I take be- when I take my actual girlfriend out to dinner, she pays every time now. <laughs> so I just was wondering, is that something, is he going to get, now listen, if you ain't getting geared up because it's the Super Bowl alone, but is there going to be a little bit more on the line that it's his old team he used to coach? Uh, I, I I would think so. I mean, he is emotions, I, right? I don't think you hold anything back in a Super Bowl no matter what. I think anything yeah. he has to win uh, is going to come out there. So I'm actually going to take uh, – you know, it's funny. I've been, I've been on Philly all year, but the more I, I've thought about it, I, I think I like Kansas City. Um, but this one could go either way. I reserve the right to change my mind, check my Twitter feed five minutes before kickoff for my final answer. We'll see how healthy everybody is pregame. Yeah, I think if Philly wins this game, Danny, um, it's going to be it's, and they have a great defense. They're gonna they're gonna need to come up big, a turnover force Mahomes into a turnover, someone else coughs the ball up. They're going to need some help uh, on the defensive side to to pull this game out. Uh, I just think Kansas City, you know, is, is going to score some points. Uh, it, it, you know, it, I don't know what the over and under is, but uh, I think it's going to be a decent – I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game, but I, I don't think it's going to be – it's going to be that that average. It's funny. I didn't I didn't grab the over under because I think that's going to change more with the quarterbacks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I think the spread's going to stay pretty close. Um. But you know, my bet on that as the as the one who puts together the. Well, that's break. all right. No, no um, But uh, if you're listening to this on audio, um, it is on there, and John cannot read it. So uh, just trust me. I got it right. Um. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. I'll catch you off guard. I gotta go. I, I talked about him at nauseum. Uh, I, I think he's gonna be the difference uh, in this game. So I, I gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Mahomes. I think he's gonna. I think when again, when his career is over, he's gonna have a couple Super Bowl MVPs and he's gonna have multiple rings. And I think it, you know, he gets the second one uh, with this Super Bowl and. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to go Mahomes uh, with, with a dark horse candidate 
uh, watch out for Travis Kelsey. Well, I was going to take Travis Kelsey. So um, on my side of the screen, <laughs> on my side of the screen, it's not a surprise. It's not a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, you no, know, I, I I think that Mahomes is going to be the easy choice, but I I think they're going to give him a little bit of a hard time with that Philadelphia defense. So I think Kelsey ends up bailing him out a couple times. I could also see somebody like a Juju Smith-Schuster catching uh, one deep uh, and putting up some numbers. Dan Dan Ryan asks, who has the stronger kicking game? Good question. I, I will say this. It's not the Dallas Cowboys. I, I'll, I'll, the Dallas I Cowboys. will take anybody named Bud Chris Jones, huge factor. And, huge, and, uh, and, huge, huge game breaker. Uh, exactly. Yep. He's one of the few reasons. Yeah, he's one of the few reasons I think Kansas City's defense stays in the game. I will say this: I think the Eagles' defense is better overall than the the Chiefs' defense. You know, going defense to defense. But I think Chris Jones is probably the best defensive player uh, on the field, right? Right there. So uh, he's going to be. He was disruptive. He had Burrow going backwards. you know, all day uh, last week. So uh, that could be a big factor with, with Jalen Hurts. I'm sure that's going to be obviously the game plan. Chris Jones, you know, put uh, put take Jalen Hurts off his off his mark, right? Get him moving where well, he doesn't want to be. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if that shoulder is healthy pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So well, all right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, we, we're uh, about to wrap up here. Uh, we, we went way over, as we always do, uh, but I love the conversation. Uh, this was one of my favorite ones. If you guys have any other names of any swing and miss uh, hitters I, or cards you've bought, please please DM us or you know put it in the chat and the comments afterwards because I love hearing the names. Yeah, it, and it brings you back, right? And it's funny, when, when Jerome Walton was mentioned, I wasn't necessarily buying Jerome Walton, but it, it brought me back to I, I had quite a bit of Jerome Walton, probably still somewhere, and in, in, probably in my garage is a stack of Jerome's Waltons in, in, in darkness there, just sitting, uh, collecting dust. And, uh, you know, and, and it's funny you forget about those guys until someone else brings them up. Well, maybe, maybe it's appropriate we, we finish uh, on that note for the outro. So uh, for another edition of Card Menches, uh, thanks for watching. I'm Danny. That's John. Have a good one. I still love you, Greg Jeffries.